You guys go back there. Keep your eyes open, you might see a whale. Or a shark. One day I was out of my own. One grabbed me from behind. Luckily it was more of a love bite than a real chop. Welcome to Hell's Reef. We made it. Hi! A shark attack. It's gotta be out there somewhere. You've got no idea where to look. The chance of finding anything is almost zero. Yeah, we have to try. She could still be alive. We're sticking fast. We're in the current. By morning, we'll be 75 k's from here. Get him, Ada? Not sure. What about the rescue boat? The current is running east. We use it to get to the coast. You're kidding. You got a better idea? So do you think it's gone? It's still out there. That's close. Everyone get out of the water! the trailer for new shark thriller Great White. Hello and welcome to this mini episode of the Cinema Australia podcast. My name is Matthew Eels. We love taking a deep dive with filmmakers about their movies, but this interview was originally recorded for our radio segment on 2RRR, so you'll notice this is a much shorter interview than usual. Regardless, this is still an insightful chat with Great White director Martin Wilson, who talks about the making of Great White and what makes it different to other creature features. He also discusses working with his cast and the challenges of making a film while you're up to your neck in water. Martin's career spans almost 25 years. He's an internationally awarded director based in Perth, His extensive television commercial work includes the Coward's Punch TVC campaign with world boxing champion Danny Green. Martin has directed hundreds of TV commercials for brands like Hungry Jacks and the West Coast Eagles, and Great White is his first feature film. Great White will have a limited cinema release from June 10, so check local listings for details. You can also catch it via Home Entertainment from June 30. Anyway enjoy. Martin Wilson, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Matthew. It's a pleasure to be here, mate. Uh, congratulations on Great White. It's a, it's a thrilling watch. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a thrilling um, uh, endeavour to, to, <laughs> to undertake. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I'm a sucker for creature features, uh, in particular Australian creature features, going all the way back to films like Razorback, and uh, more recently, yeah. Cage Dive, uh, which yeah. has now been br- rebranded as Open Water 3 for anyone who's keen to check that one out. Um, have you always aspired to direct your own creature feature? Uh, I just wanted to make a movie. Yeah. And so it's just taken so long for me to get there, finally get there. That, and But I am definitely 
uh, I love um, genre and, and and that type of horror movie because you know when I was a kid, I I think I watched the thing with Kurt Russell about. No, I wore out the VHS tape, you know, so that type of creature feature. And I was a massive fan of Razorback. Loved what Russell Mulcahy did with that film visually was just dynamite. And it just holds up today. And I look at it and go, wow, that is so visceral and cool, you know. Um, just, yeah, mate. I, I And, you know, all those those sort of um, creature features I, I do really like. And, and I, I sort of see myself doing more of those. Oh, great. So, so how did this one come about for you? Well, it came about through uh, two producers, Neil Kingston and Michael Robertson, who knew me from tw- for 20 years doing TV commercials, which is my background. And every, you know, they'd be always be sending me scripts and stuff. And, and we know the, the struggle and, and how hard it is as a, as a first-time feature director that those opportunities are, are slim and you know, they, they take time and eventually you hope as you, if you stay in the game long enough that the planets will align yes. and you'll get a chance. Mm. So this is my chance, basically, <laughs> mate. So um, it's um, all these times go, this is the script. And they go, okay, I'm just going to go for it and, and, and make it the best I can, basically. So you just go, wow, this is, a, this is such a cool opportunity. And it came through and and eventually and amazingly, like it's kind of like a miracle that any movie gets made. <laughs> That's right. Um, you know? it, yeah. T- tell our listeners about Great White. Uh, what, what's it about in in your own words? I think it's it's like a to me it's a it's a character study, a, a visceral type of thriller on the on the water. You know, it's about you know like a lot of those types of movies where it's kind of like what would you do if you were in this situation how would you act and how does what does that reveal about yourself you know what i mean and and to me it's about what i was trying to set up was this sort of beguiling beautiful um northern australian very exotic very rich um landscape and water you know it's very inviting you just want to jump into that water but underneath you know there's something very dangerous and primal there. And so it's sort of like what you don't see and the, the, um, the contrast between beauty and danger, you know, like the, the, what, what's the, um, the thorn in the rose, you know what I mean? Yes. So I was, I was looking at how do I, how do we make that really interesting to people overseas? Because you could be in the middle of, you know, cold London or wherever, and yet you see this, these rich, beautiful landscapes and, yeah, it's interesting. It's something different to look at. Mm. It, it just in in that, you know. Yeah, you are right there because I spent most of the film thinking, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Oh, I couldn't do that. Yeah. There's no way. I, I think I'd be frozen stiff if if I was in their situation. <laughs> so you have to admire these characters in a certain way. Um, you know, it's those tropes, isn't it, in those types of films yes. where you, you're trying to get people to go, "Oh my goodness, yeah. this happens," <laughs> yes. but then that doesn't happen. So you're trying to. You know, we, we it, it's nothing new. We know that. We know that. But mm. that's that's fine too because that's that's the script you had, and you just you just you're moulding it in the ways you feel best. Um, you and you, you to the expectations of what the film will be. It's interesting that you've said that because we we have had a lot of uh, creature features come out of Australia, like uh, Black mm. Water, um, yeah. and uh, The Reef and Rogue and and films like that. So so what makes Great White different to those films uh, for the audience? Uh, yeah, well, I, I think firstly I was trying to use the locations as a really key character, mm. not that those other films 
didn't or didn't aspire to that. But to me, that's what I was trying to do. So like trying to show the vastness and, um, you know, the isolation of, of the water and a small raft being stuck in the middle of nowhere with no escape and it's sinking. So to me, I was trying to use those elements to just create inherent sort of suspense or danger. Yes. And we were trying to, I suppose, give those little little subtle nuances to the characters to try and, you know, build out the characters so we could elevate the genre a bit. So that that's what I was aiming for. And obviously you have to leave it up to people whether they, they, they will judge you on that or whatever. But I do do – I did really aim for a interesting environmental sort of film where the, the, the sharks were like the, the arch sort of – angels of the sea where the yeah if you wanted to look into that you know like the with throwing the one point joji throws his plastic water bottle into the into the water and you go oh you jerk yeah <laughs> and so it's like and that's sort of a metaphor if you want to look into it um for a, a bigger thing without i didn't want to obviously you know go too hard on that because it can really be on the nose yes. um so hopefully we weren't too big on it but these little elements i just wanted to deepen the genre element or elevate it. Um, so there was a, just a little bit more there for people if they were looking for it, if, yes. you, were, if you were looking for it, mate. Yeah. And uh, just to let people know, the film was shot up in Queensland. Uh, how much of the film was shot on location versus in a studio? Oh, there was a, it was, it was a lot actually on location, yeah. you know. Um, and of course, the magic of movies, like you sort of, if you pull back, and you took a shot, you'd be going, what are these guys doing? Like, you've got the guys in the raft, which looks like we're in the middle of nowhere, yet we're, we're standing up in shallow water oh, looking nice. looking out, yes. and, that's, and that's how you can get a lot done fast. So there was, mate, there was a, it's a patchwork quilt of locations like all these sort of films because we had 25 days, which is nothing no. for a um, – a, a movie, an action movie set in the in the elements and water and tides and oh, wind and mate, you just it, it's just full on. So we were shooting yeah a lot of stuff around um, Peel Island um, off Brisbane, um, Scarborough Beach off Brisbane, and then we shot in this massive prawn farm dam in the Gold on the Gold Coast. Wow. Um, we shot in a big water tank. Uh, aviation tank near the Brisbane airport um, where it's, it was only two metres deep. So, my goodness, what do you do there? And then you can't put too much stuff in the water. And then we then we shot in this sort of huge shed which where they had a big water tank in there. So there was so many different locations. It's insane. So, wow. my God, I wouldn't want to show anyone the first cuts because people would just – Yes, <laughs> they wouldn't know what we were doing, you know, which is probably most films, but green screen here and then this <laughs> island over here and then is that a prawn farm there? You know, like, my God. So you just go, what, you know, it's just, it, it's quite an endeavour. It's yes. really quite a challenge. So, um, but, you know, when you, man, when you're doing your first film, you, that's the things where you just go, you shut your eyes and you just dive off. Yes, yeah. Um, so, so you you work uh, with a very talented cast here, but you were also yeah. gifted uh, an international name in uh, Katrina Bowden, um, yeah. uh, uh, who people will recognise from Thirty Rock, uh, of course, uh, one of yeah. the great uh, comedies. Uh, g- tell us about working with Katrina and what she uh, brought to this role. Katrina is she was an absolute champion. She just like myself. She she closed her eyes and jumped off into the water because it it's so demanding to be shooting 
um, out in the elements, in the water, or going in, you know, going underwater, all that underwater stuff where you've got divers around you, which is very intimidating and quite claustrophobic and would scare many, many people. But she just, she just went, you know what? I'm going to throw myself heart and soul and physicality and the physical nature of the, just throw myself in there, you know, like really. And, and, you know, there's even in the prawn farm, there's things that sting you and there's so much stuff going on. And, and, and it's really a, a very relentless um, and full on schedule. So she was really amazing and, and such a, a lovely person to work with. And I'd certainly work with her again, oh, as were all the cast. So yes. absolute champions, Aaron Jakobenko, he, he had done so much diving and um, water training on Tidelands. Mm. And um, so he brought that in and, and, and brought that into this film. And he had all these techniques of holding his breath, man, cause you got to hold your breath. I mean, I don't know how they do it. It's just, <laughs> It's just I couldn't do it, and so I'm just the guy standing near the monitor going, do it again. <laughs> um, but, you know, so you have to have actors and stuff that are really committed, and it was like a, a really – they're just beautiful. You know, Tim Kano and, and, and Kimmy and TK, they were just really committed mm. and and really um, – they really took it – took the genre and the whole – and the whole understanding of what we're trying to do. They really, they really got behind that and – and they really, I mean, I did re- lots and lots of character briefs and and lots and lots of bi- uh, biographies and pictures and drawings because I really was trying my best to infuse some characters into this to, for them to get behind it because a lot of the stuff is on the raft where they're just talking. So yes. they have to be, you know, um, you know, we, we tried to make them um, as as good and as 3D and nuanced as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have a great white shark as the lead role in something like West Side Story and it would still be compared to Jaws. <laughs> are you That's finding right, that mate. people are comparing great white to Jaws and, and how does that sit Absolutely. with you? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. I mean, you know, we never set out to to make Jaws, yes. obviously, you know, like, and no one would yeah. because it's such a classic and, it's, and it stands up, obviously, today. It's one of my favourite all-time movies it's just a it's a tremendous film um we were trying to um do a uh, a thriller uh, on a on a raft with some sharks in it um and of course and and you know you're going to get compared to it and um and kicked in the guts over it but that's fine that's absolutely fine mate it it is what it is and um you know there's going to be people that enjoy it and people who don't or, or people that can just embrace it for what it is, you know, yes. like um, we had 25 days, we didn't have a lot of money and, and um, there's certainly no excuses for that, but it, it's, it was never set out to be Jaws, you yes. know, like some people are going, it's oh, who said it was uh, Hitchcock's, Hitchcock's life, life, uh, lifeboat crossed with Jaws, you right. know, as a, but it's only, they're only saying that because the shark is a great white shark as yes. Jaws was. Yeah. And there's people stuck on a, um, on a, a craft or a boat sort of thing. So, you know, okay, you know, so that's it. That's that's good, yes. you know. But, you know, those two guys, those two directors are obviously, you know, at, at the highest of levels and and have had, had, did and do have amazing careers. So, yes. you know, we're, we're just starting out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so tell our listeners uh, where they can see it, what's happening with the film. Well, it's... Going to have a uh, some special limited releases through Australia from the tenth of June, mm-hmm. and then after that, I think it goes out to all video on demand and 
and um, the stream is, I think, from the 30th of June. So, Excellent. yeah, I think we start we start cranking it next week. And, um, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's already been out in the UK and various other territories. It got to number one on the horror iTunes movie charts in the Excellent. UK, which is, which is nice, which yeah. is good. So they're watching it over there and it's all around the world and – it's in Singapore. It's in cinemas in Singapore, which is you can get to the cinema there, which is great. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, well, Martin, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Thank you, Matthew. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Cinema Australia podcast. You can keep up to date with all the latest Australian film news, reviews, features, and interviews at cinemaaustralia.com.au.